0: listening to Fox Sports
1: Radio. 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 Kansas City, the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs a 34 to 20 win over the Houston Texans on the season opener of the 2020 NFL year. Kansas City 1-0 to start off the season.
2: Now, I think we got to break this up into two categories. First, what does this say about Kansas City and Houston, the teams? That's category 1. Then what does this tell us? Because we got one data point about our assumptions on COVID. I think we got to start with the COVID because I think that's going to be a majority of it. And what I mean by the effect of, as some call the COVID, but we'll say COVID-19, is the lack of preparation time. Just there, And I, I was on the radio in Boston In New York, the last couple days, and I asked the guys who, you know, they follow these local teams close. That's what they talk about, a majority. You know, national radio talks about national stories. But if you're in LA, you're talking Lakers. You know, you're talking Rams, maybe not so much, but you're talking Yankees in New York, et cetera. And obviously in Boston, I mean, that's a place where sports radio really, one of the real first blow up spots was Boston because there was so much fan interest. I would hate that. I don't care if I was in Pittsburgh. I'd hate talking Steelers every day, all day. Oh, look, the third string tackle went down. I like the big stories. And to me, the biggest story of the NFL season is the lack of prep. And what I asked these guys was, estimate how much prep they had this year relative to last year. What would you guess, Jonas? gut feeling that both places answered the same, which made me feel like it's probably a pretty good number?
1: The percentage of prep compared to last year? Yeah. um, I would say
2: 40%. They said 50 Okay. So, I mean, think about that now. Half as much prep time for an NFL season. This isn't taking the station wagon fez to go to Wally World, right? (laughs) So, I mean, to me... Belichick used to say, after the change in practicing because of the last agreement with the union, like six years ago or whatever, it took the month of September for him to catch up, that that shortfall was the month of September. Well, the shortfall caused by that contract was not near half. It almost sounds like they won't catch up the whole year. I think it's fair to say in December, the play on the field will be affected by the lack of prep time in August and before that, the mini camps and all that—does that sound wrong to you, Steve? That's a bold take, but it does not sound
0: wrong to me at all. Because
2: you know, when you get behind, sometimes it's hard to catch up. Because you're still having to do the things just to stay, not get further behind.
0: Think about like missing the first week of math
2: class, and then you're constantly trying to catch up. Well, I could, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and your advocates <laughs> coming in, everyone else has a scientific calculator. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you got decent grades, I give you credit, but (laughs) that's Steve Fezzik. I'm RJ Bell. So I don't think we can understate how important this is. What was your COVID related, practice time related? What was your main takeaway?
0: The rush offenses were really good last night. Obviously, Kansas City, uh, Edwards Hilaire, the rookie, was fantastic, rushed for over 100 yards. Let me ask you this, and I'm going
2: to ask Jonas too. What did you see? Forget the stats. What did you see from the, the rookie running back? Okay, I saw. Because people are going crazy. Let's yeah, assess. It. He
0: had the holes, so he was going to have a good night regardless, but he literally ran over some defenders on select plays.
2: A little guy running them 5'8,
0: 208, yes.
2: And on a goal line play, you said there's no I way... Think, I think I was 5'8", 208 at, w- <laughs> at one point, like a junior in high school, but go ahead.
0: At, there was one play at the, at, towards the end of the game where he got stopped on the 10, and he got it down to the two-yard line, so he just carried guys for eight yards. Just incredible.
2: So he's got the speed, he's got the smallness, which actually can help you if you're running behind your linemen when they spread them, but you are saying the strength, too. Yes. Jonas, what do you got on him?
1: He looks like the perfect complementary running back to that offense, the perfect guy to have out of the backfield to where, look, if if Patrick Mahomes doesn't have it downfield, you've got a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield. And it feels like an offense upgraded over last year based on just that one addition because they kept everybody else and actually added to the offensive line.
2: And I would also make the case that – how many players on Kansas City offensively are old enough that you would think they're dropping off between last year and this year? I mean, uh, not any key players, right? No, no. I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, so that's scary.
0: Be sure to catch
2: live editions of Straight
0: Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, RJ, let's get it started and let's
1: get it started in the AFC East where the Dolphins are at the Patriots, New England with Cam Newton, a six and a half point favorite on pregame.com.
2: It's been 20 years before, since you could say this, we don't know what Bill Belichick's going to do as much as with Tom Brady, they could tweak stuff. They ran usually about the same thing every game. They game planned it like crazy. Sometimes they ran, sometimes they passed more. But it was the same scheme. Who would be shocked if Cam Newton runs the ball like 30 times? I would be surprised, but would you be sh- No, we don't know. And it's a genius that literally has the element of surprise unlike any time because there's been no preseason games. So when do you have a situation, there's a game that matters with a genius head coach that you have no idea what he's going to do? And by the way, Belichick knows that coach from Miami, Miami, pretty well. I would be imagine Belichick's just been staring at you all those years, and now he knows what you do in a given situation. I can hear the announcers already. Wow, that gadget play! I didn't. It's twenty-one points on gadget plays. I don't know about that. I don't think you can bet against the Pats because of that edge. The Browns are at
1: the Ravens on Sunday. Baltimore is a seven and a half point favorite.
2: COVID is humongous for every team, some more than others. Where it's big that people don't realize as much offensive line. It takes a long time to get cohesion. And the Browns, not, you know, they've upgraded their line, but not. Uh, and I think it's going to be better as this season progresses. Week one, I think the line's worse than last year. Worse because of that lack of cohesion with two new starters. Is that two new starters is the way to say Yeah, it? the rookie's going to start. Yeah, the yes. rookie's going to start. Okay. And I also think, on the other side with Baltimore, if yesterday's game showed us anything, it was that running the ball looks like it's going to be mighty important in the NFL early this season. Who's the best running team in football? Baltimore. And who
0: runs the most? Baltimore
2: runs more than half of their plays on the ground.
0: The Bills are
1: hosting the Jets. Buffalo is a seven-point favorite.
2: Now, we talked about Cleveland. They got two new starters, RJ. Jets, five out of five. Everybody on the O-line this year, none of them played last year. I believe the Jets – if the Jets score – if they score 24, I would be like – I know that's more than expect. – I'm saying I would think it's like 1 in 50. I really – I mean, think about it. If the O-line doesn't block and you have a quarterback that sees ghosts – I mean, he's going to be dreaming of Casper, I think, after this game. I think the Jets' O-line is a major problem. Do you agree or disagree?
0: I agree. I like under 16.5 points for the Jets.
2: So the over-under on the team total, 16.5, you like the under? Yes. That's how bad the O-line is. With, and again, it's going to be better. It's just not better in week one.
1: The Raiders are at the Panthers. Las Vegas is a three-point favorite.
2: I believe the following. That of all the teams in the NFL, Carolina is hurt early by COVID more than any other team. Why? Well, what is it that hurts you? A new head coach because of the changes. Okay. A new head coach. New coordinators. Okay. New coordinators. How experienced are they? Mike McCarthy? No. Never coached as a head coach in the NFL and only had like a year or two with the Giants as a low-level assistant. And the defensive coordinator, by the way, 11 starters last year, like any year, How many are back, Fez, on defense for Carolina? Three. Eight new starters, and you got a defensive coordinator that's never stepped foot out of college. He might have coached high school. He's never coached in the NFL, and this is his first game. No wonder the Raiders, who opened up as a small underdog, have been bet up to, is it three and a half consensus? Three. I've seen three and a halves. There's threes. It's been a big steam, wouldn't you agree, Raiders money. Yes, all the
0: money against Carolina.
2: And I think it's justified. If I had to pick, I mean, if you were forced to pick at a three right now, what would you pick? <sighs> Raiders. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? Colin, we did you know, record the pod. He liked Carolina. Somehow he had three and a half. I don't know.
1: <laughs> the Falcons are hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is a two and a half point favorite.
2: This is the tale of two seasons. Last season, there was the first eight games. Atlanta was as bad as you could almost say any team in the NFL. Eh, they were certainly a bottom five team, Atlanta, in performance. Then there was a bye. And they drank from this spring that was named for Ponce de Leon. No, I don't know what happened, but I kind of do. They ended up going 6-2. and two. In the second half, right, Faz? Yes. They had two. uh, They had two upsets that were double digits, if I recall. Like you just hardly happens in a year. They had two of them. And what changed is they literally the head coach Quinn said, "I'm not calling the defense anymore." I think he finished that by saying, "I know I'm fired anyway, so why should I work extra hard?" (laughs) But they ended up splitting the duties. There's all kind of talk of what they did. But it was such a fundamental change. And Raheem Morris took over a lot of it. And he was on offense at that point. Now, he had coached defense before. He went over. And the defense got drastically better. So, what do you do now? Do you look at Atlanta as the blend of the first half of the year and the second half? Or do you say... The second half was so different than the first. And we have a tangible reason why. It's not just a miracle. It's like, they changed who's calling the plays. I think you got a great Atlanta. 70% in the second half, 30% in the first. It's got to be weighted second half of last year, which means they're better than people think. And I don't think anything else matters in this game. If you believe Atlanta was what they were in the second half of last year, then they should not be getting points here. If you think they were what they were for the season, it's the line's right. Would you agree, Feds? the market right now is assuming Atlanta was what they were for the whole season?
0: Exactly. They're not giving the defense enough credit. Raheem Morris is the defensive
2: coordinator this year. So I think until that changes, and as the season progresses, if Atlanta does play well, it's going to change quick. But until it does, it's going to be hard to bet against Atlanta. You're going to be wanting to look to bet on Atlanta.
1: The Philadelphia Eagles are six-point favorites at Washington.
2: Now, listen, this is Fez's total of the year on the under 9.5? Yes. Well, what do you think of this game?
0: Mismatch for, in favor of Washington at the line of scrimmage. So, Washington's D on the D line, very good. And the I Eagles. Mean, maybe
2: the best D line. I mean, if the rookie step. Chase Young, yeah, big upgrade. Well, yeah, the number one pick, the all decade type talent. You think an upgrade? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, how good is Washington's D line? It was I mean, good is, before. I mean, it could be the best in football or one of the top five in football. Yeah. All right, go ahead. And
0: now the Eagles are injured on the O line. So they lose Brandon Brooks, they lose Dillard. So they're down two alignment. Big mismatch in favor of Washington. The Chicago
1: Bears are on the road at the Detroit Lions. Detroit, a -a two-and-a-half-point favorite.
2: Okay, now this was... That's interesting, this dipped down, huh? Fez, when did this dip down, did you say? Just
0: yesterday, because Detroit's wide receiver, Galladay, is uh, a game-time decision.
2: Galladay? Yeah, he's really good. How much... Is he on your point list? He's worth... He's just missed the list. You know, (laughs) that's the fourth guy (laughs) that just missed the list in the last 48 hours. Yes. So... I don't think that it came off three like that because of Garla. No, it is because of him. No, I don't think so. Mm. Because how much is three worth? Going to three to is three's worth twenty cents. Yes. How many points is that in normal points between four and five? That's a point and a half. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's not Galladay. It, I mean, I'm not saying it's not half that. Or what's fascinating here is even a two and a half and at 3 which it was 3 now for what it's been 3 for at least a week right
0: last i think the last 3 4 days
2: okay really since tuesday when there was the quarterback was announced for the bears oh so you're saying uh well, so, you're saying when well, we Friday. did the pot on Monday, it wasn't three. That's just not true. Because we were talking about the same... Remember we did the pot on oh, Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been four or five days. You're right. So, when I said a week, it was yeah. it was key to like contradict me then, right? Because you were so sure it was... You know, if you didn't know Fez Jonas, you would actually think it's all innocent. <laughs> do you know enough now to know it's not, or do you still think maybe it's innocent? It's Ric Flair. I mean he's the ah, playing And the what's game. funny is we moved the T V where you know, you're in LA where we see you, you see us. You got it. do you have a better view of him now?
1: Yeah, he's counting cards under the desk. I, I mean, that's it. what I'm yeah. saying, because
2: yeah. I see you staring at him. When I'm talking, you're usually looking right at him, trying to figure him out. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So, anyway, we're at 2.5, at 3, the home field here is less than that. So, the fact that Detroit's favored by 2.5, or they were 3 recently, but Monday, means that they think Detroit's better. The betting market is saying Detroit's better than Chicago. But if you look at the win totals, Chicago's is eight and Detroit's is seven. So somehow you got the team, the market is saying the win totals that's better, Chicago. But somehow Chicago is worse here. And you know what it says? That even Vegas hates Mitchell Trubisky. Because the assumption is with Trubisky, they're worse. Right? But who's going to come in after? It's not Trubisky. It's going to be Foles. And with Foles, let's say he plays 13 games or 12 games. They're saying with Foles, Chicago should win eight games over the course of the season. But with Trubisky, they're worse than a seven win team. That's a lot of hate for Trubisky. If you read between the lines, does that resonate with you, Jones? Yeah,
1: yeah. It seemed a little bit odd that the and I, I saw it at three, going back to last weekend as well too. Oh, I no
2: chance. It was, it was yeah. just it was just three or four days ago. But but go ahead. Yeah,
1: but no. It just it seemed a little odd, especially in a place you're not going to have any fans. Uh, Detroit is has struggled to find any sort of consistency on defense. They've got the better quarterback, but I don't think
2: they have the better roster by far. Yeah, and it just shows you. And and really, what's fascinating is if you go to the win totals, and then when those teams are playing, they're in line. There's not a lot of reason why one would be one way, and another kind of way to bet the team would be another. This one jumped out at us, and as we thought about it, this is just Hayda Trubisky.
1: The Colts are at the Jaguars. Indy is an eight-point favorite.
2: Fez got a lot of heat last year, and really for the last almost 10 or maybe four, Fez, you might wanna jump in. Is he would have a team every year that he says was tanking. And every year he was wrong. He'd be right for like maybe a half a game. Miami last year. First time ever, I think, I finally know a team's tanking. Miami played as hard as any team after, let's say, third game on, they played as hard as any team in the NFL. And exceeded expectations, went over their season win number. And somehow, some way, I now believe that Jacksonville is tanking. I've never believed the team is tanking until Jacksonville, because they've made moves that have... It's one thing to say, hey, keep your dollar, give me $2 tomorrow or next year. That's what the Sixers did. Here they're saying, hey... You owe me a dollar. Keep it. I'm going to give you a dollar somehow to be poor now. I've never seen it, but I actually could not bet the Jags until I see I'm wrong.
1: The Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites hosting
0: the
2: Packers. What do you got here, Fez?
0: Yeah, so Vikings are hurting in two positions, a cornerback and a defensive line. They just lost their best defi- defensive lineman, Hunter, problems for the
2: Vikings. Okay, so this is a situation thinned out a little because of the salary cap couple injuries here matter. And how did the line move? Line dropped last week from 3.5
0: to 2.5. It stayed at 2.5 since.
2: That wasn't last week. That was three or four days ago, I think. I'm not sure, but I'm going to contradict you real quick.
0: (laughs) And finally, RJ, the Chargers are
1: three-point favorites at the Bengals.
2: This is one from Researcher McKenzie who just gave me a good laugh, so I'm going to make sure to give him his attribution. Last one here is Tyrod Taylor has had three seasons that he started a lot of games, 14 or more. If you look at his QBR, which is the best quarterback ranking there is, in my opinion, he is a significantly above average quarterback over those three years. So you literally say, here's a guy that has had the starting job ripped from him two times, probably will be a third here, that every time he's given a season, he's like the 11th or 12th best quarterback in football. But somehow he never keeps that job. Could it be his personality? I don't know. Could it be? I don't know. Because Fitzpatrick's the same way. Fez loves Fitzpatrick's numbers. A team's never wanted to give him the job. These NFL people understand things we don't. And even if the stats say one thing, sometimes the stats are wrong. Straight out of Vegas!
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
2: I feel that strongly. But not as strongly as I bet Fez has for his best bet. This is for the whole weekend. What do you got? I got the
0: Rams Sunday night football plus three against Dallas. Let's start with power ratings, RJ. I've got Dallas three points better than the Rams on a neutral site. That would make sense that the line would be three. But this game isn't at a neutral site. This game is in Los Angeles. Dallas has to fly two time zones. We can debate how much... Two time zones? <laughs> they, they have to go <laughs>
2: That's to That's going lead. to fatigue
0: them? Well, <laughs> the traveling team, and you mentioned in COVID, has, is at a big disadvantage. We can debate how much that home no,
2: field... I, I do agree with that. I think every team, until we see what happens, could have a bigger disadvantage with all the hassles than we realize. I think that is an extra factor. So,
0: call it one and a half for home field, boom, we're at one and a half is what my line is, and I'm getting three. Already, I have an advantage in this bet. Huh?
2: You're saying that it's three points better, right? Yes. And the line's three. Yes, and now, what was the one-and-a-half for home field? Yeah, for home field. Yeah, So that means that you have one-and-a-half points of edge at that point. Yes. And then you have potentially the extra travel edge, because it could be for every road team's a big problem. And what else? Also,
0: Rams got blown out last year at the end of the year, so a blowout revenge certainly helps them to put forth their best effort. And Dallas has injuries on their O-line, missing two of their linemen from last year.
2: Yeah, I love this game is I really love this game. I agree with Fez. If you can get the three, and the three's out there now, Rams plus three, best bet. Now, I'm going to give this one quick, but it's really, to me, this easy. The public is on Arizona. That scares me typically against the 49ers plus seven. I love Arizona plus seven. Why? There's something about Arizona's offense against San Fran's defense. And this stat is maybe the stat of the week we'll end the week with. There's been five there were 512 games last year in which an offense went against the defense. So that's a ranking in each of those games Football Outsiders does. So imagine 500 plus of these rankings. Arizona's ranking when they played San Francisco was the 10th best the whole year for all the NFL one game and the 11th best the next game. 10 and 11 out of 500 plus against the second place team, the team that almost won the Super Bowl. That's shocking. There's something going on. Arizona's got a big edge, and that's will take the touchdown. RJ Bell, best bet of the week. Right out of Vegas! Fox
0: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.